where every week we help you fill your footy boots as we tackle the intersection of finance and football. I'm Z, aka The Reluctant Accountant, and I'm going to help you get some context about the numbers off the pitch so you can ha- understand what's going on on the field. I am joined by my illustrious and elusive co-host, the preeminent. <laughs> I mean, where have you been? Because you're looking a little bit tanned and it's been raining for weeks. That's just my natural colour. Wow, they used to call glowing. me the caramel kids. Thank you very much. Thank yeah, you, thank wow. you, thank you. Um, I, w- I was in Ibiza for a little bit. Oh, okay. But I didn't see any sun because, you know, that's, it's Ibiza. Oh, so you, so part, you party all night, you sleep all day. So that's that's good. Yeah. That's that's my lifestyle as well. Um, yeah, I, I, his name's Ricky, by the way. This is Ricky Hayward Hello. Williams, um, and we've managed to introduce you. So, welcome. How was Ibiza? Ibiza was fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, just a short break, sweet little weekend. Took yeah. Away. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the ground running. But what happens in Ibiza? Stays. Stays in Ibiza. In Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah, in Ibiza. Exactly, that's what we're going to say. So, yeah, um, well, it's good to have you back. Um, and it's good to be back on the the sofa. Um, today, I thought we'd take it a little bit low. I think there's going to be some people oh. that are going to... Some men are going to be a little bit disappointed. Um, yep, that's right. I'm on my period. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> we have had... In, in Again! Previous, in previous <laughs> weeks... I love that he loses my cycle. Thank you. We're so close now. Um, no, in previous weeks... Get, get yourself the flow out. <laughs> Works wonders. Can you just log out of mine, though? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so um, yeah. Uh, let's move away from my ovaries. Let's, yeah, uh, that's and, um, But no, there were, obviously, in, in previous weeks, especially early on, I had some comments about, oh, my God, not another woman talking about football. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. Um, but we're going to take it even further. We're going to talk about women's football today. Right. Oh, my God. If we can stand it. You know, they had to, to move it in. The, you know what? It's really funny. There's actually a little bit of a, like a metaphor for women's football, how progressive it is, because it's in the future, because it's in Australia. And I think, <laughs> I think of Australia as just being in the future. Like it's I like, like that. Do you know what I mean? I like that. Like they're, like they're in that. tomorrow already. <laughs> Absolutely. And as is the football. Um, and uh, did, you, did you manage to catch the game today? I saw, I was on the radio, but we had it on in the background. Mm. So I saw the penalty shootout. I saw the whole controversy with, yeah. with, with Lauren James as well, yeah. which is a bit unfortunate. But, you know, the Lionettes, you know they, got, what? they got the job done. And yeah, and you know what? There is, whilst it's very sad that that happened to her, it worked out for David Beckham. You know, <laughs> just wait for your effigy and after that your trajectory is like that. So hold tight, hold tight you. No, um, wait for the MLS and then, and then you're going you're gonna to be quinted. It's going to be fine. Uh, big up to all my, my Nigerian friends, by the way. 100%. Yeah. That's yes, me. Yes. Thank you. Um, oh, Justin's doing this. Yeah, me too, Justin. Um, uh, 36% Nigerian, according to Ancestry.co.uk. What? Don't ask about the rest of the percentages. <laughs> Wild scenes. Uh, but yeah, I, um, my ancestral Nigerian-ness was coming through. Shout-outs to us. We should have won. We was robbed. But yeah, go Lionesses. I love it. You know when you're like, yeah, I'm just anything. Anything that's winning. Um, but yeah, no, it's a good, I think it's a good place to start with the Women's World Cup because obviously we, we touched on it um, in the last episode when we were talking about the money behind women's football, yeah. women's sports in general, it tends to be there's 
there's less money behind it. And um, specifically with the World Cup, I think there's been a lot of issues kind of getting it over the line in terms of getting sponsorship and yep. whatever. Do you know anything about that? Because obviously I always have to defer to you first. Yeah, so the, the little <laughs> that I know on, on, the, on the topic is basically, I think the women want parity with the men in terms of like, you know, uh, uh, coverage, mm -hmm. uh, not so much in pay, I don't think, because mm. I think they, un they understand that there's going to be a bit of a disparity yeah. in, in pay, but they still need to be paid more than they are being paid. Sure. Um, and there just needs to be more um, professionalism around like the women's game yeah. in terms of... I, I saw an article uh, the other day where even the sponsors of like, their boots are giving mm. them men's boots to wear rather oh. than tailoring them to, to women's feet. I'm not going to lie, I didn't know that women had different feet to men. Well, uh, there's there's going to be some kind of like sure, advantage yeah, to yeah, having yeah. a boot design specifically for, yeah, for no, a woman over, over a man. So, yeah. No, it does make sense. And it, it, you know what's interesting? Because I think um, the current president of FIFA, who's... I won't comment on anything yet about the current <laughs> president of FIFA, but the current president of FIFA, who... Um, he was really angry about the, the... I don't know if you know, but there was a bit of controversy about the sponsorship deals, um, TV deals that were, were coming through for the Women's World Cup. And right. he, like, I think about a month and a half before the World Cup was being aired, he threatened to have a blackout and, like, oh. not have it shown anyway. Yeah, right. because they said that the offers that were coming through from, like, in Italy, like, pain painfully lower right, than yeah. in other places. Like, Italy, I think it was, like, 300,000 or whatever compared to... Wow millions that were offered for Qatar yeah. and you know similarly within the UK they weren't matching the men's game obviously for me from my perspective from a commercial perspective they're not going to match the men's game no, no. but I think it's actually quite hypocritical of FIFA to be taking this stance when they weren't supporting the women's world cup for ages and in fact it wasn't even called the women's world cup I think it was called the what was it there's something to do with M&M's in the title like I wrote it down because I was <laughs> you think I'm joking it was, shady, called, yeah. it was called the first FIFA world championship for women's football wow, I didn't know for that. the M&M's cup Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Th because they didn't want it to tarnish the men's game. They didn't want it to kind of be associated like the World Cup was the men's thing. Yeah. And if you... you That's wild, man. But this is, this is the thing, because FIFA is like the worldwide governing body for yes. football. And if you are not taking it seriously, you can't expect other people to just all yeah. of a sudden start taking things seriously. Yes, and is. I think therein lies the kind of dilemma. So they're rightfully expecting more money for the women's game. And I, and I think that they should do that. But there's also... You have to be aware of the like economic climate in which you're asking for money yeah. like I think everybody knows when you're doing commercial deals now there's less money that's on the table mm -hmm. and and it's funny because <laughs> I'm gonna go back to my Nigerian sister who is a writer you know Chimamanda Ngozi I think she's a writer she's written quite a few things and I went to see her at a talk and she had said about privilege and she said for us to have equality people with privilege have to be prepared to give up some of their privilege and, and she was like, I include myself, like, as in, she included, I'm not privileged. <laughs> just, I'm just great. Um, but, like, but she was like, I include myself in that. And I think it's the same sort of thing with the men's game. Mm -hmm. I think if there is a pot of money, you can't necessarily just go out to private organisations and demand more money. It might be that you say, look, that pot of money, you need to divide more up and give more to the women's game. Yep. And yep. that's not what they are asking. They're going and going, no, just find some more money and we want much, much more. Yeah. Um, and we know where that money goes, don't we? FIFA, uh, <laughs> directly wow. to the women's game. Shots fired. I'm just saying, <laughs> we'll, save that for the, we'll save that for the next episode. But yeah, so, um, so they're out there kind of demanding um, their, their money because they want it obviously to go directly to grassroots yep. and women's football. <laughs>
no pockets <coughs> being lined so um so yeah so this is the thing so i think they have made strides and i think it is really good um that they have made strides this year with um speci specifically with their pay that the women were getting because mm -hmm. i think they this is the first year that fifa are actually paying the the players yeah yeah directly okay. um in previous years they haven't been um in receipt of money they haven't been getting salaries and stuff like that so i think it's advancing i think that you kind of almost need to be a bit disruptive when you're doing things. Mm -hmm. And I think it has to kind of almost be a bit painful if you want to hit the targets that they're kind of yeah, talking about. Yeah, I feel like it's going to have to go for a period like like it is going through now where there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of to in and fro in. Mm. I, I look at uh, the Olympics, for example, and track and field. And mm. I, when I look at track and field, when the Olympics come on or the Commonwealth Games, I don't look at the female athletes any different than I, than mm. I do to, to the male athletes. Yeah. And I feel like... To get to that level in in football, I think we've we've got a long way to go, but it's doable. And yeah. we we know that because of the Olympics and because of that, because of track and field, we know that people can look at you know both sexes in the same one hundred through the same focus one hundred percent. And I think that if you if I was to say to people kind of you know Shelley Ann Fraser, they would know who no, they would okay it, they haven't got the bolt. I think also bolt benefited from just having a really good name i mean like it just what a name that was just incredible but like i think he but also his children's names are even better what, what is his children's name what lightning bolt the, no and thunderbolt no way <laughs> did he really do that did you know that that is such a black thing to do like i love it but it's so black it's it? the best thing ever wow big ups to you saying in it and lightning and thunder <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> And rain, <laughs> and sleet, and snow. No, I'm joking, but yeah, that's lightning. Imagine they, imagine they lightning bolts. No, but you imagine they grow up and they just. <laughs> I'm glad you guys did it because I'm watching this thing. <laughs> I'm so glad you said it because I was like, oh, like, imagine they're just like really lazy and just. <laughs> Just sitting there rubbing their belly like yeah. <laughs> call lightning bolt <laughs> My fingers are very lightning like when I'm kidding. No, shout out to that. He they said it. I just wanna say if you're watching Bolt, because obviously you might be one of the three people that watch this. Um, that was that was me uh, that said that. So <laughs> He's got an A in, don't worry, he's got an A. Exactly. <laughs> but no, I, I, I do think and I think it's a really interesting thing. I think um, when I was listening to this podcast, actually, and it was about this woman in the US who was really, really into sports. She's really into, like, basketball, um, but I think she came from, like, an Asian-American family, and mm. they were like, no, you're not going to do sports. Be serious. Right. Do something serious, yeah. yeah. And I think she, I don't know, she went into finance or whatever, but she always really loved sports, and then she decided... Why? Why do you like you? I mean, all the best people do. <laughs> what? I mean... I just, I think this is a good time to confess, I'm actually not a real accountant. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> No, you know what? It's, it's, it's those, those who can teach and those who can't do finance. I think it's something like that. But no, she went, she, she was, um, I think she might have been an investment banker or something like this. And she decided to open a sports bar, which only aired women's sports. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And it's called Sports Bra, which I thought was very nice. clever. Very yeah, good. I thought that was very clever. Sports Bra. And it says, we support women. You see? That's very good. I like that. Very good. But what very I was listening to the podcast and she was saying, actually, it's been a really big hit. Not only that she's like tried to help other people set them up so, uh, elsewhere, but they do have a lot of men that come in. Mm -hmm. So they do have a lot of men that come in and that really love the men's version of whatever game. Yep. And they'll be like, oh, 
but I've got sick of it now because it's too much of this or too much of right. that and whatever. Yep. And I genuinely, I don't believe that men won't watch women's sports because we do. We do it all the time. I think it's 100. just, I think we're just not accustomed with football. I think it's so heavily promoted to men yeah, yeah. that we're just not accustomed to and doing it. And there's been such an absence of it to access mm. for so long yeah we're still getting used to the idea of yeah it. it shouldn't be that way but it, it's a fact yeah a fact. You, and you do you do have to do that because even like even i was saying to you like when the qatar i do normally like since a kid i've been watching world cup football games but when it was in qatar i wasn't being a conscientious objector i was just like i don't understand why it's in winter i'm not watching <laughs> like i'm just like that was weird like, wasn't it? Just, no it was really stressful that for me. messed with me because it was around it was it was at christmas time yeah, man. Like, like, i'm like why Normally, I'm watching World Cup games in a beer garden somewhere, like in the summertime in the this UK. This is the thing; like, there's a whole vibe that comes with it. And uh, yeah. so, like, if they continue to do that, I think my body would find time to adjust. Um, <laughs> he knows my cycle, so he knows it's true. <laughs> <laughs> but I would have, I would have adjusted. But I think, I think it's the same thing. I think if you keep offering it to people, yep. they will eventually start to take it, and I think they will enjoy it as well. Um, so, 100. yeah, I think. I think there's still hope. I think it has to be, I think you almost have to force people's hands with certain things. Um, yeah. And ultimately, you know, FIFA will win one way or the other. <laughs> so uh, so that's it. That's for, for my little shots of that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Besides that, tell, tell us what is going on. Okay. Transfers. So transfers at the minute. So I need to start with Paris Saint-Germain. PSG. Yeah. So... Uh, Arguably one of the wealthiest clubs in European football. Mm -hmm. um, they've made a bid um, for a player from Barcelona called Usman Dembele. Ooh. Now, he is their arguably Barcelona star player at the moment, one of their star players. Mm. Um, obviously, they've got that situation with Kylian Mbappe, who's potentially going to leave the club. Mm. Maybe for free. We don't know. We don't, we don't know what's going to happen, but they're trying to sell him at the moment because he's not signing a new contract. So they're trying to get Usman Dembele. Um, now, the, the issue is... For Barcelona, he's one of their star players. They don't want to sell him, mm. but he has a, uh, uh, a clause in his contract. So once that clause has been activated, mm. it's just 50 million, 50 million euros. Oh, so, I've, even I've got that. <laughs> <laughs> On the open market, if he was to be like priced up yeah. without that, that clause, he'd probably be worth about 100 to 130 million. Oh. So it's an absolute steal if they get him. Trust the um, Liverpool guy to know about the group. <laughs> it. Like, what? You just get this Listen, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're I pinching them pennies. So, so basically, PSG, are, they're going after Usman Dembele. Yeah. Um, if it happens, it's a massive coup mm. for, for, for the club. Um, but what is also happening, it's like a domino effect. When, mm. when one thing happens, it just mm. all kind of like, like flows afterwards. There's a player called Neymar, who is the most expensive player of mm. all time, mm. who plays for, uh, for PSG as well. He's now said that he wants to go to Barcelona. Ah. Um, but I, this, isn't, this isn't fact. Okay. I think yeah. PSG have said, if you sling your hook, we can get, we can get Usman yeah. Dembele yeah, for, yeah. for cheap and it will be an easy deal. If you go as well, it will sweeten the deal. So, but the problem is, Neymar's wages are about six hundred thousand pounds a week, and they're not matching. And that. Barcelona aren't going to be able to match that, so mm. we'll see how that. I mean, works they've out. already got, got enough there. I don't know where they're going to find. Correct. That yeah, money. yeah. The whole FFP thing is is not yeah, good yeah, for them. Yeah, it's, it's just it's going from bad to worse. <laughs> and also, it's just because they had all of those players that were just sitting, like they got, and they were just sitting on the bench for ages. Um, yep. I'd love that. You know what? I just feel like I'd love to get a job. <laughs> I'm just getting paid, and I'm just like. <laughs> Oh, my hand is hurting. I'm so sorry. I can't type like that. And they just have to keep paying me. 
How can I get that? Let me Google it. So anyway, so, but like, for real, I am going to do it. You just keep talking. Um, but yeah, I, I think, so it's really interesting because you said, um, so Dembele potentially could go for 50 mil. Yeah, so I think, I think PSG are, they know that they're going to lose their biggest asset sure. in, in Mbappe. Yeah. So they want to replace him. Yeah. They want to, they basically have, have had this business model of like, we've got all the money in the world, mm. but let's just throw as much money at our team as we can. Yeah. Um, and they do this thing called like the Galacticos. It's just where you get like players that would never, ever come together mm. because, you know, you know, top teams don't normally sell their biggest assets. But because they've got so much money, they've mm. managed to amass a team of just absolute superstars. So they, they had Neymar, they've got Neymar, mm -hmm. uh, they had Mbappe, uh, they had Lionel Messi, all in the same team. Yeah. You only really see stuff like that on PlayStation, on FIFA. That doesn't happen in real life. So the fact that they've, they've kind of thrown all this money at their team and they haven't won a Champions League, which is why they've done it, really. They haven't won a Champions League. Mm. They're kind of going, right, we need to reset. We need to just try and invest in... They want to invest in French players, young French players coming mm. up through the ranks. Um, is not that young, but he is French. Mm. Um, and if they're going to lose one Frenchman, they want to bring one in and then build from there. So mm. that's, that's what they're trying to do. I feel like there's a joke in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it's... Well, we know why... You know why PSG have got money. It's that yes, old yes. Saudi I mean, money. I didn't want to say... Like, I know, I'm always, I mean, I'm always like, throwing that into the mix. Let's stop flogging <laughs> a dead horse over here. But yeah, no... Um, but that's, that, is, that is kind of interesting in terms of um, the 50 million. If they get him for 50 million, Dembele. And what was you saying? What were, you, what were the numbers that you were saying for um, Mbappe? Like, so, oh gosh. So, well, the numbers for Mbappe, because the last time we spoke about it, there, mm. was a, there was a bid from Saudi, wasn't there? Yeah, how did that go? He was uh, like, no. Nah. He, yeah. That, oh, he, I he mean. Was, <laughs> that, that, got, that got squashed, like, immediately. I feel like he should have done a year. Immediately. That, I think the numbers were... He, had, he would be given a one-year contract. Yeah. He'd be given, like, 700 grand a week. Um, it's ridiculous, ridiculous. I feel like he could have just done a two-week thing. Do you know what I mean? If it was me, I would have gone out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or even just done, there. like... Because it probably starts from, like, pre-season pre training as well. Yeah. So just do that. I would have gone out there. I would have pulled a hamstring sorry. in the second yeah, yeah, yeah. week of training. And just like... <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I see. I feel like, you know what, we should start some sort of page where it's like, you know what, we can get you out of work. But it's fine. We've got that whole plan. But yeah, if he went out there, so say, I don't know how much he's potentially, so I'm going to just assume like maybe 150 mil. Would yeah, that, yeah, like I'd, if Neymar went for 200 million and that was about six years ago, yeah. Mbappe's going to be around the same sort of price. Right, so actually, even if he goes as a free agent, then if they can get this one in for 50 mil and he's potentially worth 150, there's still like, you've, it's not realisable money, but you've still kind of no. made, like, you know, cut some I also it. think you don't look at it in the sense that you're replacing Mbappe because he's irreplaceable. No. He's he's like a, a generational talent. So but but getting Barcelona star player is a massive coup. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Coup. And I, I 50 million but I also think that's something that we discussed before. It, you can't just buy stars and expect them to, to gel together. You see? She knows, she knows, she knows. You know what? At the end of this I'm just gonna be a football expert. <laughs> what? Hello Sky Sports. Which is what they've done. They've yeah. tried to do over the last few years, just yeah. buy the best players, the most expensive players, just throw money at it. A bit like what they're doing in the Saudi League. They're trying mm. to that's what they're trying to get to. Mm. And that that model doesn't really work. We had it years ago with David Beckham at Real yeah. Madrid mm. and you had Zidane, you had Figo, mm. you had Beckham, 
all of these top players and they didn't really win that much. They no. Didn't like, because, because, yeah, what they've won elsewhere, they, you'd think exactly. they'd come together it like the Avengers. It was a team full of stars, but it wasn't a team. Yeah. And that's what, that's what PSG mm. have, kind of, have kind of done over the last few years. So now they're trying to scrap that model. They've accepted that Mbappe's going to leave mm. and they're trying to rebuild again. Yeah, I think that makes the most sense. Um, what else is going on? Anything else that's new? Yes. So uh, I feel sorry for West Ham fans at the moment because out of all of the Premier League teams, they're the only one that have made zero signings. <laughs> zero <laughs> signings. Oh. Which to me is wild. Um, because as you know, we spoke about it on the, mm. on the pod. They have not long sold Declan Rice mm -hmm. for a uh, world record or an English record Declan transfer budget. Know transfer fee, sorry, of £105 million. Mm -hmm. pounds. Mm -hmm. So they've got all this money to spend um, and they just can't get anybody through the door. Now, this is the, my opinion, not fact. I believe it's mm. because West Ham had a really poor season last season mm. in terms of the whole, if you look at the whole entire season. Um, and there was talk about David Moyes being sacked at some point. Mm. There was a lot of unrest in the dressing room. Um, but towards the end of the season, they pulled it around. He got them out of the relegation fight and they, they survived. They, they won, like, was it a Europa or something? Yes, they did. God. Yes, they did. Just... They won the Europa Conference League. Thank you. Um, Thank so you. they got to the final last yeah. year. Lost. Got to the final this year and won. Now, I think because of that, at the end of the season, the club have kind of bottled it a little bit. Right. And gone, oh, do you know what? We were going to sack him, but we did all right. We won a cup. Yeah. Let's keep him. Mm. But now that the new season is on its way, I think they're thinking we didn't really want him to stay. Yeah. So we don't really want to invest in the players that he wants because we don't think he's going to be here for that much longer. Mm. So it's having a bit of a, a counterproductive kind of situation to their, to their transfer. Do you, know, you, do you know why I know that they won the, the Europa, Europa League? Google? No, almost, <laughs> very close. It was because, do you remember that like little kid that was like, yeah, Prague that yeah, way yeah, yeah. for me like that. That's the only reason I know that. It yeah, was, yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm sure he's still trying to find out. And then I was like, Oh, they won. He's so he's going to be so excited. And he actually sounds just like Russell. Like, he does. Just, just, that's just how, like and he looks a bit like him as well. So it's just a bit random. Like what? You just you haven't got your braids in the same way, but it's fine. Ben will do it for you after. East London in the house. So, but yeah, no, you literally. That's how. That's how. That was that, a cool video though. That was. A cool no, video. I really like that. I actually the interview was a little bit annoying, but like now the little kid. He was like, what? Where's what? You, you think we're gonna get alphabet up seat? Oh, I loved it. It was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Him alone. I mean, we should get him on the pod. If we, we should can. get him on the yeah. pod. Yeah. Um, you, you know him, don't you? Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's not all doom and gloom for West Ham. Um, I, I heard that there was a bit of a power struggle between the manager David Moyes and whoever is the powers that be that put the transfers through. Mm. But I think they're kind of coming to a bit of an understanding. Um, I think a bid went in today uh, for Harry Maguire for 30, 30 okay. million from Manchester United. Whether that comes to fruition, I don't know. Uh, they bid for James Ward-Prowse from Southampton. Southampton went down last season, so there's a bit of a fire sale at, the, at, the, at their club at the minute. But two bids have been rejected. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I don't know. It's, I mean, I mean yeah. zero signings. Zero. Zero signings. I mean, uh, hopefully what, it will be different. You know what they time. call that? Oh. <laughs> See, this is how she gets information. <laughs> Google, Siri. Do you what? Do you know what they call that? No. no okay. No. So obviously, they call it love in tennis. And here today, 
as much as we'd love to stay. I think this is, I think we're going to have to wrap it up for okay. this week. Okay. Um, yeah, we will be back next week in next week's episode. I will be going in on FIFA. What? Yes, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> There's going to be like men outside my door, <laughs> innit? It's fine. I'll move. Listen, people are connected, you know. No, no, They're I know. They run the world. Yes. I know. Yes. They're yes. the real Illuminati. I don't, I'm joking. I'm not. Um, but anyway, <laughs> we will be back next week. And uh, who do you think will be winning the, the Women's World Cup? Oh, I can't. I mean, I'm biased. Mm. I, I do believe that the Lionesses will do it. Yeah? I think, yeah, just because I think they've got the they've got that experience under their belt from winning the Euros. Mm -hmm. They know how to win. They um, didn't play that well today, though. They didn't play that well, and that's why I mm. believe that they'll do well, because you, oh. if you don't play well and you still win, mm. what, happens when, pens, you, what happens though, when you do play it? well? Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. We're going to see. So we will see you next week. Um, and... Well, we won't find out if Ricky's right because the final <laughs> won't have taken place there, but we'll know whether they got knocked out. Anyway, I'll see you then. This episode was produced by Neo Darte Evans, Justin Chinieri, sound recorded by Ben Ring, and was filmed in Renaissance Studios in Brixton in London.